Welcome back to Money Talks. Man, guys, I really want to like let that intro song play through. We didn't start the fire? It takes too long to really hit. <laughs> we'd, we'd waste the whole yeah. segment. Lost I mean, it wouldn't be a waste. Way. I think our audience would probably appreciate that. Yeah. They're probably like, shut up. Can you just play the song? <laughs> I'm your host, Nick Antonucci, joined today by Jerry McKenzie and Casey Smith. Well, guys, we'll kind of change things up here a little bit. And, and back to the SEPA topics we were talking about earlier, uh, we want to talk a little bit about selling your business, what your options are. You know, there's internal options and there's external options. And as I mentioned, Casey and I are both certified exit planning advisors. So, uh, you know, what we're trying to do right now is help some of these individuals who are are reaching that retirement age or or really just planning far in advance, which is what you should be doing, and discussing, you know, what options are available for them, right? Yeah. So a, a lot of times with these family businesses, um, there are children involved and the parents, or the, the owners, you know, they they want to keep that within the family, that ownership. They just want to pass the business down to their children who are working in the business. So a generational transfer is is pretty common. Yeah. Um, pretty common, not commonly successful, I, I would say. I think um, uh, on average, um, what do they say, 80% of the businesses um, don't make try it out to of the second generation. Oh, yeah. Um, and then even smaller as you get to successive generations beyond that. Yeah, the, the statistics are very surprising. And in our experience in, in helping business owners transition or sell or whatever it may be, um, it, is, it is an emotional process for all parties. And even though it's your family and you would, you would assume, oh, we can come to some sort of agreement, it is very difficult uh, within a family to, to actually successfully – and equally, I guess, divide up a, a business, especially if you have two children or something like that. Maybe one's yeah. active in the business. A lot of considerations go to it. So yeah. um, that that's one of you know one of the internal methods um, for selling your business or transitioning your business. Yeah, I mean, effectively, you've got you've got um, it, there's two options. You can either sell it externally or sell it internally. Right. And externally is going to be things like private equity. It's going to be things like strategic buyers. Um, you know, uh, selling, rolling up into a, a larger company that would um, maybe purchase you for uh, supply chain reasons or, or sure. something like that. Um, those primarily are the the external options. Uh, internally, there's a lot more options. Um, you know, you can sell it to your employees through an ESOP. Uh, you can you can sell it uh, to management, management buyout. Mm-hmm. You could sell it to a employee or a few key employees however you would want to structure that family members we've already talked about um, so there's a number of different options it just depends on what's gonna what are the variables that exist in your business because every business is very different and um, and yeah and also owner preference there's a lot of people who absolutely insist that it's an internal transaction they right. want to make sure that their employees are cared for and that you know some new buyer doesn't come in and change the culture of the company and and you know lays off employees that have been with that company for 30 years maybe in some cases yeah. um and then some are in it just to maximize the value that they get from the transaction and to, you know generally speaking if you're selling to like a private equity firm that's not where you're going to get top dollar a lot of people think oh I'm selling to a PE firm they're going to pay me a whole lot of money but well, in most cases a strategic yeah a strategic buyer a competitor or someone who can realize synergies from from adding your business to something you know similar to what they operate in right now. A lot of times, that's who's going to pay you the biggest premium, 
and get you the most money. Yeah, and and there's something to be said for transition internally too. You may not be able to get as much money, you know, right off the the top. And a lot of times there's you know the terms are important as well. So um, you know maybe when we come back from break we can talk a little bit about the terms and how how that plays into the business owner's decision. And uh, where we left off was talking about exit strategies. Um, if you are looking to exit your business, kind of talk some internal options versus some external options. Um, and, you know, we encourage you always meet with an advisor when you're looking to, to sell your business, transition in any way. Um, and as you guys discuss what the right options are for you, there's a lot of things to consider. Uh, you know, taxes is obviously one of them. You, What's important to you? Is it maximizing the value of the transaction or is it taking care of employees, things like that? And then also in a lot of these transitions, there's business owners like, oh, I'll sell my business and I'll be out of it and wipe my hands of it right. clean. Well, it's not how it works typically. There's, Most of the time not. There's yeah. some sort of period, whether it be one, two, three years, that you stay on and ensure that it transitions successfully. Now, for an internal type of sale, whether it to be, it be to managers, by, um, family – uh, ESOP, yep. there's probably less of a need for that because a lot of those are the people who are already in place. They know the processes and procedures. There's not going to be a, cult, a significant cultural change within the company. So it's probably less needed in an instance like that, but it's definitely needed when you have an external tra- transaction. A lot of times it is. I mean, it, it, you know, let's say a private equity group wants to come in and, and buy your company. Obviously, they're going to want you to stay on and help that transition go smoothly you know, they, they probably have some expertise in your industry and, and things of that nature, but they don't know anything about your culture. They don't know any of your processes and procedures. Right. They're going to want you to help guide them through the transition to make it as smooth as possible. Their goal at the end of the day is that they get a return on their investment. Sure. And they can end up, you know, selling the business for more money than they paid for it. Um, but they're going to need your help to do that. Downside is, uh, you know, for you as an owner, you're going to have to somewhat uh, – do what they tell you to do. You're not the boss anymore. You're right. Sold out. And that's hard for a lot of business Very owners to, to, to not be in charge any longer. And mm-hmm. additionally, a lot of a significant portion probably of what the deal price is, is going to be in what's called earnouts. So yeah. you're not going to get the full deal price up front. You might get X percentage and then you have a three year earnout yeah. where later that money comes. So you have to stay on. It's not like you can get a year in and be like, no, nah, I'm not doing this anymore. Well, yeah. That's okay, but you're not going to get paid. Yeah, and guess what? They can fire you too. Absolutely. <laughs> you don't get your earn out. Absolutely. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of dynamics to this. I think that's where you guys provide the most value because in my experience, a lot of business owners, when they are getting ready to, to exit or sell their business, it's all about the valuation, right? They're focused so much on that that they forget about how dynamic the rest of this is. Absolutely, with, you know, and it takes time, and that's why we encourage planning at very early stages. You know, we have – we have clients right now who are going through things like this, and it might might even be a, a family transfer, but it's not easy yeah. to come to an agreement and to iron out the details. And, There's the tax consequences. Right. And that's why it's, it's easy to say, you know, you look at valuations and everybody talks about multiples, right? You say, my business is worth five times EBITDA, whatever, two times sales, whatever the number is, the metric. But in reality, that may be the total sale transaction price, but you got to consider the timing of those cash flows, how that's going to impact you and your decision to retire. Um, not to mention, you know, sometimes people think that selling a business, and we've kind of hit on it, an external sale or a strategic buyer is probably going to pay you more money in real dollars to your uh, for your business. Sometimes you can sell it internally, you know, a management buyout. If you're running a lot of expenses through your business, which most business owners do, uh-huh. then you might be able to continue to do that even after you've stepped away. Um, and so 
it's not all about the sales price. It's about what are the other benefits to sure, the, the internal. That's a more lifestyle business, as exactly. it's called. Yeah. Which is why the guidance is needed, right? Because, I mean, you got I've, we've seen business owners that they've, they've gotten an offer or been approached about an offer, so it's, it's an external sale, right? But right. maybe they had every intention going into that of, of doing it within the family because maybe they've got kids that are interested in, in being a part of that. Uh, and so when you have this conflict or this dilemma between all right, do I do what I was intending to, whether that be through an ESOP or, or a transition through a, a family limited partnership or something that would be kind of intra-family, right? But but then you've also got this interested outside buyer. That that to me seems like a big conflict for somebody that, that has never really, how many of these do you go through in a lifetime, right? Yeah, so right. Th- there's a lot of guidance that can be had and, and valuable guidance, I think, uh, because of those dilemmas that can come about. Because inevitably, you know, how do you make that decision? Am I better off for purposes of, of transitioning my state to my kids by selling this, maximizing the sale price and, and letting them do that and start their own business? Or do I bring them in like they've indicated they want to and, and have them, you know, kind of take over as we've talked about in the past? It, sure. It's it's very... Well, there's uh, the family dynamic when any time a family business is involved, when you talk about, you know, a lot of times a business owner, you know, even if their children have indicated an interest in participating in the business or buying the business out at some point, a lot of times a business owner may not feel that their child is capable of running the business at the same level. Uh, and the child is obviously going to feel just the opposite, right? So how do you reconcile those things? Um, and in a, from a valuation standpoint, you know, how do you value that business as opposed to what the value would be if you were to sell it to a strategic or a private equity group or what have you? And then to Jared's point, maybe you are, would be better off to just sell it externally Take your cash, give that to your kids, or mm-hmm. divide that up, yeah. and let them do whatever it well, is. Well, see, if I were a business do. owner, that's where I would feel like I, I need to work with someone like y'all because it's almost like the, the, a lot of the same reason that clients engage us on a on a just an individual financial planning or advisory front. You you have to have this disconnect because inherently you have this emotional bias towards your money, right? And you're going to make decisions based on that a lot of times. And if if you're not if you don't somehow have some kind of guidance to to disconnect from uh, the ability to determine what's what's best without your emotions playing into that decision, then it's going to be a, a very uh, troubling uh, decision uh, to determine ultimately long term what's going to be best. Do I do I sell to an outside buyer or do we transition internally uh, based on you know the family dynamics? Because I could do either. I'd, I'd be okay doing either, but. I need someone's help here who knows what they're doing because uh, I don't, I can't disconnect emotionally from this. So maybe I'm leaning towards transitioning it to a family member, but maybe that's not the best decision. Yeah, there's definitely it's, things that you're you you may not be considering that you should be, and then how does that look from a tax standpoint, so on and so forth. I mean, that, there's different layers to it, right? Yeah. It's like peeling an onion. Yeah. And the, every every time you solve one issue, then you got to dive down to the next layer and figure out, okay, well. How's that going to impact me from a tax standpoint? Mm-hmm. Then, then what is so, the so for the same reason you would hire a, a planner or an advisor to manage your investments, you you need someone's guidance in this regard too. And quite honestly, I think this is this is a growing thing for you guys as as SEPA uh, designators. Is that the is that the right term there? But no, but it is a growing thing as we talked about at the, in well, the beginning and, of the show. Here's the interesting thing too is, and we've talked about how much of a need there is for this, how many baby boomers are, are, are business owners and are looking to exit in the next, you know, within the next 10 years, if not sooner. And then we look at what's happening in the economy. If we're headed for a recession, 
does that mean does that accelerate the timeline that you want to sell your business? Or yeah, I mean, when va- valuations, even with the pullback, valuations are high right now yeah. in the market, so it's an optimal time. The problem is, if you've waited this long, I was just by the time you get the deal done, it's yeah. What what I mean, who if, knows? if somebody now was looking to sell their business, what's the what's an average time frame for this? Which I know is going to be partially dependent on the size of the business, but if you exactly. got somebody right now, well, that's the thing. Some I mean, people already you know have interest from from competitors. Mm-hmm. And it that timeline is much shorter than say someone who's going out cold trying to trying to market their business. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I think if it, you're looking at probably a minimum of of three years if you haven't done any kind of planning at all or have no interest or anything like that. I mean, obviously it's going to vary depending on the business and that what how marketable it is, but. Um, and some of know. these smaller businesses you can probably get done faster in I don't know a year or so, but it. it it takes time. It yeah. takes planning, and never assume that you can go in there without any, you know, any advisor because you're going into to sell your business to someone who I assure you has experts with them, and you want to be sure that you're not getting taken advantage of. Yeah, you're not going to have the level of knowledge that they're going to have. You probably know your business better than them, but that doesn't mean that you're necessarily best at understanding uh, the terms of what they're offering to you, um, and ensuring that you. Yeah. Your best interest is, is yeah, you're getting something reasonable on, right. that you know you you know there's a range here that uh, there maybe there's some room for negotiation, but at the end of the day, when I walk away from this table, I'll, I'm not going to give a significant portion of my business away simply because of a lack of knowledge. Right. Sure. And and keep in mind, I mean that this is uh, you don't sell your house without generally without a real estate agent involved, somebody to help guide you through the process. Mm-hmm. You know all of that. This is more than likely your largest asset. I mean, most business owners, their business oh, is without their, a doubt. their biggest asset by far. I mean, it's not even close for, in most cases. So, you know, knowing that you're going to be putting your biggest asset, you know, out there and, and to be, you know, picked apart by whoever is going to be trying to buy it, it's going to be a painful thing. And to have somebody to guide you through it is, is important. Sure. And, and I think that leads into is that, you know, a lot of people see the cost of some sort of uh, service like this, like, oh, I don't want to share in my cut of the transaction or pay you this. But look at it this way. If, if we can if we can get you $100,000, half a million dollars more for your business, isn't it worth it? Yeah, yeah. probably just covered the tax. Yeah, good portion of it anyways. Yeah, right. Exactly. All right, guys. uh, Good conversation on exit planning. Also a good place to stop. When we come back, we'll take some listener questions. Uh, You're listening to Money Talks. We'll be right back. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments, It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. 
Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.